Welcome to West Cleaver Ministries. I'm so glad you can join me today. Today I'm looking at the baptism in the Holy Spirit part two. We just taught last week on part one, so I wanted to continue the baptism in the Holy Ghost part two or the Holy Spirit or the overflow of the Spirit and what that means. I'm going to start off in John 7, chapter 7, verses 37 to 39. And this is how it reads, 37. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Verse 38. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, rivers of water, speaking about the infilling or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You remember uh, Jesus said, if anyone uh, thirst, let him come unto me and let him drink. Talking about that, the, the spiritual life. There's a natural life and there's a spiritual life. Romans chapter 8 talks about that. The natural man can't receive anything of God because it's, he's, he's naturally uh, operating. But the Spirit of God, which is every born-again person that has the Spirit of God, can walk in a spiritual life that God has prepared for them. So we're talking about the baptism. I want to look at Acts, uh, the 12th, uh, Acts chapter 8. So let me just turn there to Acts chapter 8, and I want to look at verses uh, 12 through 18. So Acts chapter 8, verses 12 through 18, and this is what it says. But when, he that, uh, but when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. So Philip was an evangelist who went down and he was preaching things concerning Christ. And when they believed, they were born again. I'm talking about the baptism, a subsequent work to the, to, to the new birth or being born again. Then Simon himself believed also, and when he was baptized, uh, uh, when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, remember Philip was preaching, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, they prayed for them. Prayed for who? prayed for the new believers that, that were just born again, that gave their life to Jesus, that they might receive the Holy Ghost or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In, 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 uh, the, in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, part one, we talked about how that they were gathered together, disciples in one accord in Jerusalem. And Jesus told them, don't depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, uh, which he said he's going to pour out upon all believers. And when they were there in the upper room, Acts chapter two, the spirit of God suddenly fell upon them with cloven tongues of fire. And they all began to speak uh, in another language. They began to speak uh, by the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Verse 14 here, Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as of yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Notice that. What does the baptism in the Holy Spirit do for you? So let me just give you a few things that it does for each believer. 
He who speaks in a tongue, unknown tongue, does not speak unto men, but unto God. For no man can understand him, howbeit how in the spirit he speaks mysteries. So you're speaking mysteries or you're speaking or praying the will of God according to 1 Corinthians 14, 2. You are edified and charged up spiritually. Here's another scripture, 1 Corinthians 14, 4. He who speaks in a, 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 an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. So as you're speaking in tongues, you're edifying yourself. Jude is one chapter in the, uh, in the New Testament right before Revelations. It says, uh, in, uh, if anyone's praying in the Holy Spirit, he's edifying himself or building them or herself up. When you don't know how to pray properly about situations, you can pray in the Spirit. This is according to Romans, the 8th chapter. Likewise, the Spirit, right, the Holy Spirit, also helps our weaknesses or infirmities. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought in every situation, but the Holy Spirit himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God, Romans 8, 26 and 27. You may be used in the gifts of the Spirit. This is a scripture. There are, there are diversities of gifts, but it's the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations, but it's the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations or activities, but it's the same God which works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit therewith. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 14. So anyone who is born again uh, 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 has the opportunity to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Peter said to them, repent, and this is Acts 2, 38 and 39. Peter said, repent and let every one of you be baptized into the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. That means the born again life. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, it, it, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. God the Father gave or poured out the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost once and for all. It's already been done. Therefore, it is not a matter of God giving you the Holy Spirit, but rather you and me receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. So let me just tell you about my own testimony. I was born again when I was 16. I gave my life to Jesus and I was born again. I repented of my sins and asked Jesus to be Lord of my life. And it was Several months later, where someone told me, a, a friend of mine who was a Christian, Wes, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And you know what I said? This is found in the book of Acts. Paul did the same thing. I said, I didn't even know there, there, there was a baptism of the Holy Spirit. I said, I, I, once I was born again, I thought that was everything. They said, no, no, no. Once you're born again, the Spirit of God is in you, but there's a baptism where He'll come upon you with the evidence of speaking in other tongues to be a witness and empowered to be a witness uh, for Jesus. And uh, uh, a few months later, I heard about this. I read a few pa passages in the books of Act Acts. And you know what I did one day when I got home from work a little bit early? I was the only one home. I went into my bedroom and I closed the door and I knelt down and I said this prayer from my heart. I said, Jesus, I heard that there's a baptism of the Holy Spirit and I heard that I could be filled and empowered with the Holy Spirit to be a witness for you, Jesus. 
I've not experienced this, but I've read in the Bible that it's so. Lord Jesus, will you please fill me? And immediately when I said that, I sensed there was someone else in the room besides me. It was the Spirit of God. And immediately I was knelt down on my knees and I began to speak in other tongues. And it was just like the book of Acts, just like what they had. Suddenly the Spirit of God came upon them and they began to speak with other tongues. This is something for every born again believer that will empower you to be a witness that will open up all the gifts of the Spirit moving within your life according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Pray this with me if you want to receive the Holy Spirit. If you're born again and you've never given your life to Jesus first, give your life to Him. Quit running. Quit, quit making excuses. Just say, Jesus, I surrender and give my life to you. I, for, I, I repent of my sins. I want a new start. I want a fresh start. I want to be born again. I believe that you died and you rose from the dead. I ask that you'll forgive me of every sin. I believe that you're the Savior, that you're Lord of all. I make you, I confess that you're Lord. And if you've done that and you believe that, you're born again. And now the second category, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit to overflowing. Here's a prayer. Dear Jesus, thank you for your shed blood on Calvary's cross for my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. And now I ask you to baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Just begin to praise Jesus. Just not in your own language, not, but using your own vocal cords. Just start to praise Him. And, 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 and as He fills you, you'll just begin to speak in other tongues. I, I thank God. For this experience, it's changed my life. It's changed millions of people's lives all around the world. It started right there in the book of Acts and Pentecost. And, and right here in Azusa Street, uh, they, they, they were having revival with William Seymour and the whole group of fellows down there. And the same thing is evident for us today. I pray that God has filled you with the Holy Spirit and with the evidence of speaking in tongues to empower you to fulfill your destiny in Christ Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this blessed you in Jesus' name. Until I see you next time, thank you for joining West Cleaver Ministries.